Photo Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Grace Costa, a commercial photographer of over two decades, a photo-based artist and a photography mentor. This podcast opens up a secret diary about the world of the photography industry. We'll bring you inspiring interviews with industry professionals, as well as stories and tips to help you propel through your photography journey, whether you're just starting out or a seasoned pro. Thanks for joining me today. Now let's open the latest diary. Hi friends, welcome to the Photo Diaries podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Glad to have you. I hope you enjoy this episode and the back catalogue of episodes we've done over the past six months. Thanks for joining me today. So we're going to talk about how to build an image library for your brand. So the reason images are becoming so much more important these days and the reason we want to get them right is so that we are attracting our ideal client. We don't want to just work with anybody. We want the clients that light us up, that fulfill us, that we want to come back over and over again, the clients that we want more of because they're just beautiful to work with. They get our values. They do all the right things. They pay on time. They enjoy working with us as well. So to get more of those ideal clients, we need to speak to them through our images. So we're here to help build trust with our ideal audience. And we want to show who we are, what we do, and share our brand values through our images. And overall, Having the right type of imagery will help us feel more professional, especially on our website. And I know so many of my past clients have said to me they feel more legitimate as a business owner since they've had their branding photos done. And it helps them build confidence to step forward as a business owner, be present online more frequently because they know that their brand is standing out amongst the crowd. They feel and look professional. So it gives them that, you know, boost of confidence to just keep going and share their message and share what they do on an ongoing basis. So what does it take to build an image library? Well, first of all, an image library is just like any other library full of books, but this one's full of digital assets, digital photos, basically. And these photos are made up of three main components. That's the way I've divided it just for this purpose. So it's full of your personal branding images, storytelling images, and product and lifestyle images. Now, to begin with personal branding images, more and more people are recognizing the need for getting personal branding photos done. I'm getting requests all the time now because the message is out there that you need to show your face on a regular basis. And the more people see you, the more they learn to like you and the more they want to be around you because they feel like they are starting to get to know you. And by the time they're ready to purchase from you, they feel like you're already an old friend. They feel more connected to you because they've seen you over and over again. I know that happens with me because I show up online quite a lot. When people start to work with me, they're like, yeah, I feel like I've known Grace for ages because I just see her all the time. So having great personal branding images can help us do that. You're going to use your personal branding images right throughout all your digital assets and your customer touch points. So that includes everything from your email marketing, 
you know, you might have a cool photo on the footer as you sign off, or you might have a beautiful image on the header of your email marketing. Of course, through your social media feed, you're going to show your face every, you know, six to nine images. It's a good routine to get into. So people are constantly seeing your face and you're constantly connecting with them through your image. Uh, You're going to use it on, you know, your bio, your applications for things, your podcast artwork. If you're going to feature on somebody else's podcast, they want a photo of you. So you'll need it for that. Digital assets like your opt-ins, your freebies, your eBooks. If you're launching a book yourself, you know, you'd have a picture of yourself on the back of your book, which I've just done for a client actually. Even, you know, the front cover of a book I've done for Kim Stevenson for Marcos. She, we did her book cover, which is an image of her. So, you know, there's so many uses that, especially in this digital age. So you need to start investing in personal branding images. And the type of images you're going to ask your photographer to do is, of course, your typical headshot. The headshot you'll use for all your profile images and you want that shot to be just a clean background. It doesn't matter what sort of colour or tone it is in the back, but just clean and non-distracting background so your face is the main focus and shows up really well and engaging in a small icon. Then you're going to need to capture sort of casual lifestyle pictures of yourself as a business owner. And describe to us what it looks like to be you. What are you interested in? What makes you unique? Let's have photos of some of those things that make you different as a business owner and as a person. So, you know, that can be as simple as having a photograph with your pets or doing your hobbies. So if you love doing yoga in your spare time or yoga is part of your brand or hiking in the bushland is part of your brand, include that in your personal branding images. We're often doing pictures of people working at a desk, you know, with their laptop or their their notebook or planner to show that they are a mobile business and they can work from anywhere. When it comes to your personal branding photos, please make sure that you try and keep yourself authentic in these photos. Don't feel the need to dress up or wear high heels if that's not really you. You know, my friend was just telling me the other day, my friend in Melbourne, she had her photos done, you know, without makeup. She was on the couch barefoot with her laptop and her notepad and she wanted to do it so naturally because she wants her clients to have a true reflection of what they're going to walk into when they have a consultation with her. She doesn't want to come across like, you know, she's all fancy in high heels and a blazer and red lipstick and then they turn up and she's got no makeup on and, you know, wearing flip-flops. It doesn't translate and it's not authentic. So just keep that in mind to, to be your true self. And if you find a good photographer, they will help you feel comfortable with your branding shoot. If you haven't done it before, just find somebody that you feel like you resonate with and you connect with and just let them know that you might feel nervous. And a photographer who specializes in portraiture, they are going to have all these tricks up their sleeve to make sure you feel comfortable during your shoot. I know I do. That's one of the things most of my clients say to me is you made it so easy. It didn't even feel like a photo shoot. I just felt like two people hanging out and having fun. So that's the experience you want to get. Personal branding photos also include behind the scenes. So show us images of what makes up 
your business. So if you make candles, have photos of you doing the process of making, packing your orders, boxing things up. Uh, If you're a photographer, have pictures of you in a studio, packing your camera bag, cleaning your equipment, things like that. All these images help build the story around your brand and share your values as well. If you have any questions about personal branding or want to brainstorm some ideas, just simply get in touch. I'll be happy to talk about it. It's one of my favorite topics. But uh, in the meantime, I would suggest heading to Pinterest and starting to collect a mood board of the types of imagery you want to capture next time you're hiring a photographer. You can also collect ideas on Instagram. Use the little save button at the bottom of each photo and just save to a personal branding board. So, you know, you can show your photographer the types of things that you like. Next up in your image library are storytelling images. Now, these can comprise of traditional stock photos that you would um, download from a stock library such as Adobe Stock, Wirestock, Shutterstock. There are so many out there. But just be warned when you are thinking about using stock photos. There is such an abundance of photos on these galleries that it can be really hard to choose and you just get stuck down a rabbit hole just searching, searching, searching for photos. And you might not find things that are true to your brand aesthetics. So uh, I know when I've looked in the past, I feel like, oh, nothing really fits my look. So I haven't really downloaded much in the past. I've just, you know, created them myself. But what you can do is get your photographer to create some storytelling slash stock images for you that are custom made to your brand. If you want to do them yourself, you could do something as simple as photographing things in nature. So say, you know, it's autumn in Australia at the moment, you could just photograph the ground with all the autumn leaves on the floor. And that sort of image can just be a background for your next, you know, cover image for your opt-in, your freebie. It can just be, you know, soft in the background next time you do um, a Canva graphic for your Instagram feed. So they're useful like that. Think about, you know, photographing the clouds or the light coming through the trees. It doesn't have to be fancy, but you will find a lot of uses for images like that, that are just general in nature. Also, you could could do some flat lay images if you had the time. I used to teach flat lay photography and it was so much fun for people. It's such a creative uh, outlet really, because you can make the images what you want. Storytelling images can also be things that share your values. So think about what are your top values in your business or your values as a as an individual and write a list of those values and then go and either source images for those values to match those values so that you can add them through your um, social media feed or put them on your blog post, feature images, things like that. Or just, you know, add them to the list of things you want your photographer to help you capture. The next thing to add to your image library are product photos and lifestyle shots. So if you're a product-based business, that basically means you're going to get your e-com images, which are just your shop photos on a clean white background. 
But aside from that, you want to help build the desire for people to buy your product. So that means you can capture images of your your product being used. So what we did recently for the seed cycle here in Canberra, um, I photographed their, their product right from the beginning when they first launched. And then their next phase was their baking packages, so um, biscuits and and uh, brownies. So we did a lifestyle branding shoot, which meant we showcased these products being used. We had girls come into the kitchen and we had two girls together making smoothies in in the kitchen, using the seeds from the seed cycle, pouring the seeds over into their smoothie and, you know, showing that it was fun, it was easy to use. Um, we had a girl sitting on the couch um, and she just sprinkled some seeds over her salad and she's just relaxing in the sunshine on her couch, um, showing that, you know, seeds can go on salads and she's she's having a break from her work and we're building a story around the use of her products. As well with the seed cycle, what we did to add some interesting elements to her image collection was some flat lay images of her product. And what that looked like was uh, we did quite a number of different things, but one thing was, you know, spreading the seeds into different bowls with, you know, cute little spoons to show what's inside the canisters of the seed cycle. Uh, we did um, flat lays of the canisters, like the kind of tubes type thing, or no, maybe the canisters, in this cute little like cute little bag, stylish bag with some sunglasses and a notebook, and the canisters are just popping out of the bag to show that this product is really portable. You can take it on the go. You can take it to the park, but we've elevated the look of this flat lay and and used inspiring props so you know the cute little spoon that was rose gold and um, a matching rose gold notebook and sunglasses that you know go with a theme so think about when you're doing product photography how can you inspire people to be part of your brand and to want to purchase your product by sharing with them a little storyline around your product you can even take this into your service as well. You can make flat lay images based around your service and use props that relate to your service and inspire people and, and build that storyline because it helps uh, when you're using these types of images in your Instagram feed, you can write captions relating to your product or service. And um, yeah, they're just a really easy image to use. Also, uh, you'd use these type of flat lay images for probably like your feature image on your blog post or a LinkedIn article or a promotional thing uh, or your marketing needs, Facebook ads, everything like that. So I'd highly encourage you to start thinking about these lifestyle flat lay um, product and service images and add them next time you're engaging with a photographer so you can really build out your image library with really useful stuff. If you want to um, look for ideas around flat lay photography or if you want me to help you learn how to shoot flat lay images for yourself, I usually teach face-to-face -face workshops, but this year I haven't planned any. But if you're interested, just get in touch with me and I can organise a private lesson for you. 
but you can look online. There's lots of uh, resources about flat lay photography and it's really fun and a low cost way to make images yourself because all you need is a foam board, a piece of foam board, natural window light, which you have in your house. You can take the photos on your phone. They don't have to be done with a you know high res camera and uh, you need some props, lots of props and cute things that help tell the story of your business and your brand. So yeah, if you want to know more about flat lay photography, you can just get in touch with me. So my friends, this is how you build image library out of those three components. Once you've started collecting images, how do you store them? How do you keep them organized? Well, I want to make sure you keep things organized because you're going to use these right throughout your business and building an image library is an ongoing process. It's not a one and done thing. You're going to continue to be doing this for years. So you need to maintain your image organization. And if you work with a VA, you want to easily be able to have them access your images too without any trouble at all. So you can make your image library structured on Google Drive or Dropbox if you want, something like that, or a shared hard drive if you have that for your team. And basically, I would start with a folder for headshots. So if you're featured somewhere or you need to send your bio image somewhere, you know, you know that those ones are just dedicated just for headshots and it's easy to find them. Next folder would be your personal branding shots. You could segment these into years, folder years, so like 2022, 2023, etc. if you wanted to, or just put all the branding images in one bulk folder. Uh, you could separate behind the scenes photos into a separate folder in case you were making some reels in the future and you just wanted to access them easily. Under that, you would put any team photos. Um, you would put your stock stock images that you got from a stock library, or you could make a general storytelling images folder. So it's up to you what you do there. Uh, then a folder for your products, um, your e-com images, so just the ones with the white background. Separate the ones um, that are more lifestyle or flat lifestyle if you want to. And then you'd have a folder for your graphics or your graphic design stuff, your logo, your color palettes, you know, anything a graphic designer has done for you, your workbooks, everything like that. So that is your basic folder structure and you can just customize it to what suits you. But keep it maintained because as you are doing more and more digital assets in your business, you're producing more and more things, you want to have ease and flow in your business when you're accessing these things. So you're not flustered going, oh, where the hell is that image that, you know, of me photographing my dog or whatever. So go and um, organize that for yourself. So my friends, I hope this has helped you build some confidence around image usage and, you know, some ideas of how to go forward about the importance of images for your business and what you're going to do next, what you're going to take action on. Of course, if you're in Canberra, I am always available for personal branding or flat lay images, product images, if you like, so you can get in touch with me. Otherwise, find yourself a really great photographer and build a great relationship with them so they can help build your brand over time. 
a lot of my clients have worked with me over and over again. So, um, you know, they feel like I'm part of their team and I love that. So find a good photographer that can be part of your team. If you have any questions, you know you can always ask me. I am an open book. Um, But in the meantime, for photographers, in the show notes, there is a link so you can go and download my photography competitions mega list that's available for you right now. And, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that one, my friends. Until next time, I will catch you on the next episode of the Photo Diaries podcast. Bye. That's it for today's episode. If you found it valuable, I invite you to leave a review so more people can find this podcast or simply subscribe to be notified when each new episode drops. Until next time, see you later.